everyone. Welcome back to the Stockmo Money Show. Everything we're going to discuss today is for entertainment purposes only. And this is episode 29. It's going so quick, and I'm just grateful to have you a part of this. Now, today I am Stockmo, and you know, usually every day I'm Stockmo. Yeah, but, you are. But, and you are? And I'm Mrs. Mo. Hi, everybody. Hope She's, you're having a great day. She is still Mrs. Mo, thankfully, so I didn't do anything to upset her too much so she wouldn't be Mrs. Mo this week. But there we are. As so, long as he takes me to Disney once in a while. Oh, it's been two years, so we're on the rocks right now, if you're, in case you're wondering. <laughs> so this is what we got. If you haven't done it yet, I do have some links down below. You can get free Bitcoin this week. We have a link to BlockFi down below. All you got to do is uh, deposit some money, and they have a way to, or you can put in crypto, get interest off of it, and they give you a shot at some free Bitcoin as well. And two free stocks from Weeble. Right now, put $100 in there, get up to $1,850 in free stocks. And and that's our, our big spiel here to, for everyone out there. You'll see it in the description down below. If you want to come over and join us at Patreon as well, we have a link for that. And we have thousands of supporters, and we greatly appreciate it. I share my portfolios, my crypto, and we just have a private uh, Discord that that is just a great place to take your investing to the next level. So come talk to me over there. I'm there most days. Yes. Well, every day. Who am I kidding? I, every get, single I day. get yelled out <laughs> over there. And so she is in there. She helps make the place a great positive community and just really help people moving forward i come in there i mess things up he I'm did like, let me tell you that he did mess up today in discord and this is what happens so we have four channels that are pretty active all the time and two of them are cryptocurrency and then we have a general stock talk well mo goes in of course to chat with everybody and he does that on a very regular basis just for those of you who may not know that but anyway he was in there today and he was chatting away and I see him, I go in and I'm taking a look at the channels and I see him talking about cryptocurrency in the general stock talk. And so of course I had to post to him and tell him, excuse me, sir, but you were in the you were talking about the wrong topic in the wrong channel. I so am, he does I am a that. horrible student. I am a horrible, <laughs> horrible student. I just get excited, I want to talk about everything. There is a place to go for each one, and I'm learning. I don't, you know, I, I, I'm learning. I'm slowly learning how to get through the rules that Mrs. Mo makes over there. But that's for another story. Yeah. Did you see the tail floating around in front of the camera there? That was old Tesla He's Cat. He's sitting here yeah, with us. He's staring at the, the camera, even though you can't see him. So, Mrs. Mo, this is my favorite part of the show, one of the. Uh, we got a new supporter this week, Yay. and it is, I will start it out, Thomas C. Greatly appreciate it, my friend. Uh, anytime we come out there and we get a new supporter, it's fantastic. And now you are part of a fantastic crew. If anybody out there would like to be a part of this, and we usually give shout-outs to everyone out there who supports the channel, you can go to Anchor dot fm forward slash stock dash mo moe and you can come over and give us support it's 99 cents up to whatever you feel like helping us with that keeps the podcast commercial free youtube not so much but the podcast is commercial free because of the support we're getting from members so mrs mo who are the other supporters well thank you thomas that's awesome when i check the email and i see it say you have a new supporter i'm always like oh and i always you know if he's around yep, I'm, I'm always, always excited like, oh, too we got a new supporter yep. okay so our other supporters in no particular order thank you to Chrissy Andrew Joshua Charles Trudy Dan David and Ashley Dennis Michael Tim Anita Damian Juanita Andre Giovanni Nathan Toffee Kalindi Jerry Robert Daniel Sergey 
Hans, Joseph, Ladice, Kyle, James, Cedric, Brad, and D. I, I kind of have that. Yeah, I, I always I say waiting. that. I feel like I could not look down, but then I'm afraid not. I you keep, know, I, I have keep, to look down. Just, I'm waiting for one yeah. day when we have to sit here for like. 55 minutes letting <laughs> just going through it that's the goal we're gonna have to run credits at the end that's my plan yeah. once we get too oh, yeah, big that's a good idea you, you that's know a really well, great idea. well we're in we'll, the beginning well even. we'll pick something for um the podcast but for those maybe we'll do it at the end eventually yeah. because yeah. it'll get too long that people won't want to sit here and yeah, listen know, the whole true. way yeah but we'll figure it out uh and uh we'll move in from there so uh, anyways hopefully ha we're gonna have a great episode for you today answer some of the questions out there financial questions put a smile on your face have tesla cat in a He's already thrown water all over the place already and interrupted. He calmed down. He's over there. He's laying I can down. see him. He's yeah. literally sleeping on the couch now. Yeah. And the top of the couch. So go ahead, Mrs. Mo. Hit us up. What's okay, going on? Okay, so we're going to start right in on a question from Lisa. Lisa says, hi, Mo and Mrs. Mo. My name is Lisa Daly. I recently got into investing because of you and your YouTube videos. My nine-year-old son sometimes watches with me. He sees my gains and wants stocks of his own. My question is, where can I open an account for him and have him pick his stocks? I'll be in control, of course, but I did, didn't did see anything on Robinhood or Weeble where I can do that. Any advice would help. Thanks from me and my future investor. Well, that's yes. fantastic that you are having him starting to invest. And our children, two of ours, are over 18. And so we don't need a guardian account. Is that what they call it? A guardian account for them. So Mo, do you know of anything that she could do for this you just in said this it. case? <laughs> oh, create a guardian account. There you go, Lisa. I just answered you. Yeah. But yeah. to find it, I don't know how you do that. Maybe contact the um, broker, I would say. Contact them and just ask if they have such a thing. And then it probably would be just be a matter of filling out a paper or a small application of some kind in order to get the account for your son. Yeah, I know they have them over at Ameritrade for sure. And not all brokerages, I don't think all brokerages would have them, but they, you can call them up. There's usually one to two pages you fill out. It's a guardianship account that you uh, open for anybody under 18, and then you're good. And the biggest thing I can say is you're doing a great job by allowing and helping this young person learn how to invest. I can't tell you how many studies have proven that if you have children under 18 learning to invest, controlling stocks, that by the time they turn into adults and they move out, they are, they're multiples of being successful financially, understanding money, how to use it. They actually want to save it, invest it more than just spend it. And so you're doing a great thing right now. Yeah. But you just call up any brokerage that you're using. If you're using American, uh, I was going to say Ameritrade, E-Trade, you can go over to Weeble. I have that link down. You can just give them a call, see if they have that. And they usually can just email you a copy of the papers you'd have to fill out. And Mo and I have done that with our kids for quite a long time. And now, well, especially the boys, they will say to him, hey, I have money. Can you help me invest it? Yeah, so that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I think that's wonderful it's to pretty, start young. It's not really, hey, I have money. Hey, give me money. Now invest my money. <laughs> and I want to make more money or else. Well, no, it's <clears> like <throat> when they happen to get money for working or doing something, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. And I'm people just pay teasing. them for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Okay, the next question is from Jackie. Jackie says, I've been watching you for quite a while and recently joined your Patreon. Welcome. We're glad to yeah, have you. Make awesome. sure to say hi when you see me in Discord. Yep. My question is about ARC funds. I have large positions mm. in my traditional and Roth, and I'm taking a beating. I'm down 10 to 20% in each fund. 
Kathy has done great in 2020, mm -hmm. and I believe she will prevail, mm -hmm. but I'm very concerned that big hedge funds are shorting her and trying to ruin her funds due to her past year's success. Mm -hmm. I will not touch either account for three and a half to five years. Should I cost average in, leave them alone, or consider selling some of my positions? What's your forecast for ARC funds? And she says, by the way, your background in education brings credibility to your channel and Patreon. That's the main reason I subscribe to your channel and join the Patreon. I'm a retired K-12 mm. teacher slash admin and currently adjunct university professor and supervisor of student teaching. I know that most teachers are honest, trustworthy people. Thanks for your support and guidance. I had a student, student um, a uh, not student, yeah, student teacher. What am I trying to say? I had a student teacher in my classroom, so I know how hard that is being a supervisor of student teachers. Mo and I both, we know what it's like because we've been in that situation on the other side of the coin. So thank you so much for all you've done for education. And he is pretty awesome. No, I mean, I, um, no, I'm not. But thank you for <laughs> supporting everything. And I want to thank you for your dedication to education. Uh, as two teachers sitting here, we know how much it takes out of a person, the family time it takes up. People don't understand that it's not just a, a eight to, or nine to five job. It's nine till nine at night, 10 at night sometimes, grading papers make it midnight. And then you're, you know, you're giving up a lot of time to make sure that these kids are, are succeeding. Some of them were, you know, I always had a lot of them say, I, you know, you're more like a dad. I don't have one at home. And, you know, can you teach me these things? And there's some tough things out there you hear through years of teaching. I'm sure you have as well. And it just breaks your heart sometimes. So anybody dedicates their life to education, hats off to you. I appreciate that. I know how much uh, heartache there can be in there and happiness, of course. Of course. I have a kid, you know, a student call me up. Hey, I made $100,000 off crypto this month. What? All because we taught it in class. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's good things out there us teachers can do. So thank you very much. And answering your question, I absolutely love Kathy Wood. And I think what she does is fantastic. If you look at ARC funds, uh, you can look at some of them. They were up 500% over five years. And so if you got in five years ago, you were up five times your money. Now that made her last year, I believe one of the best uh, funds out there to invest in for 2020. With that being said, a big run up. And when you have that correction and something goes really, really high that fast, and that means some of the underlying stocks, obviously growth stocks, are getting hammered. And they're getting hammered bad. And a lot of those stocks, not just hers, but a lot of them in the growth sectors are, are going through a correction right now. And it is hammering that price overall for her. Obviously, Tesla is one of her biggest holdings. We see it was happening in Tesla up there close to 900, down in the 500s now. And that is a, a concern to a lot of investors. We see some big names out there shorting that as well. So I get it when you're like, hey, what's gonna happen? Now, I'm a big fan of Tesla. I own a lot of it. I'm, continu I'm continuing to buy into it. And uh, some of the other stocks I have that uh, she also has, DraftKings, and I'm holding through. I'm actually adding a little bit here and there. And so my what I'm personally doing with some of the stocks she has that I have, I am continuing to hold and add on. So I will hold through because once it rebounds, she does pick a good leaders in those. And so it's not like they're going to drop forever. I mean, when they rebound and she's going to be number one again down the road, once we have this correction over with, and I think you'll be very happy. But going through this correction, I get it. It is tough. I always buy through it. So we're dollar cost averaging down from where we started. And then when we go back up, you'll have a lower price point uh, that you have to beat to get 
back up or make a profit, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I want to add to that too. If you are able to join, there's an ARC um, email, basically a group where they'll email you with updates on what's happening. But also if you look at the ARC funds to see how much they have in reserves. So I've read that there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of money in reserves right now, which means that eventually they'll have to use that money to put back in. So that's also a good I thing. Think, I, think, I, think, to... I think a lot of hedge funds are doing mm -hmm. that. They have a lot of cash sitting on the sideline. They're watching this market drop. A lot of money has been pulled out by retail and hedge funds. And eventually you get to the point that everything's so oversold. Like I, I personally feel like the EVs are now in oversold territory, way into it. And they're actually a steal. I, I keep adding on new ones and taking advantage of some of the prices out there and moving up from there. And so hopefully uh, we'll see, we'll see what kind of recovery we get. And I think the EVs will lead out of that, but I know she has some EVs in hers and hopefully she adds some more. So mm -hmm. we'll find out. Yep, absolutely. So great question, Jackie. And thanks again for all of your service and education. <clears throat> okay, our next question is from Tim. Tim says, thanks for everything you continue to do for this community. Your podcasts are great for mowing the lawn and other work uh, around the house. That's fantastic. I love that. Not the work around the house, but the mowing the lawn is pretty cool because I do that too. Uh, what are your thoughts on using Grayscale Trust to get crypto exposure within retirement accounts? I currently have about 7% crypto exposure, but looking at options to expand that. By the way... One of the highlights so far is Mo finally telling Mrs. Mo, quote, don't tell Mrs. Mo. <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I say that? Or I, 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 I say that so. when I don't want her to know things. We talked I about it, though. Uh, yeah. I know? didn't know I told you that. I know no, I, because I, I was right here during oh, some of the uh, things, and then he'll look at the camera yeah. and be like, don't tell Mrs. Because Mo. Like, hello, I'm right like, here. Like, between me and you, Tim, <laughs> and don't let her know, I have some side accounts that I actually put some crypto in that she has no idea about. But that's between us. And anyways, Tim, <laughs> when we look at this, I absolutely uh, get it with the grayscale trust i've been reading that the uh that the bitcoin one is trading the gbtc is trading at a very big discount right now which is apps if you're bullish for uh for bitcoin this is a good one to get because if it actually does get okayed to start uh etfs for Bitcoin, I think Grayscale has come out and stated that they wanted to move into that direction and actually have Bitcoin holdings to back it and move into that direction, which would get you a nice little push up if they could do all this. Now, I do think this is going to happen over the next two years. It's not going to happen this week or anything, but over two years, I believe ETS will be okayed for crypto. I know Canada just okayed it. They have some up there. And I do think it's only uh, going to take a bit of time for it to happen here. So I do like those right now, especially that they're trading at a, a discount. So I'm all for them, and it does give you good exposure. Are the ones in Canada available already or not Yeah, yet? they're available up in Canada if you're Canadian. Oh, okay. So I was going to ask if yeah, Americans could no. buy on the Canadian exchanges. Okay. All right, so I just wanted to let everybody know we're actually going into a fourth question, but if you are a Patreon member, Remember that this is, in addition to Mo's videos, we like to give a little bit of education surrounding some of the things that he has on his regular videos that he puts out. So if you have any questions, there's a special email address that will come to you in your posts for Patreon. And that should be, you can either check that in your posts in Patreon or it comes to your email where you've signed up for it. But please send us some questions, yep. send us some would you rathers. Um, you know, they're kind of trickling down, so we haven't been getting as many questions. So 
that is something for you. And I do see people who use it often because if you he listen to these names time and time again, there are multiple people who have sent in questions and we've answered them multiple times. So I would love to see more people sending in questions. So if you're a Patreon member, definitely make sure that you take a look at that and think about something that maybe you were wondering that you'd like to ask Mo. And then also um, for anybody else out there who would be interested in joining the Patreon, this is something that you could also do to, you know, extend your knowledge, so to speak. So we actually have four questions today instead of just three. This one's from Christopher. It says, looking to hear your thoughts or experience with crypto staking, an overview as well as any other information you would like to share. Investing crypto for the long term, it seems to make sense to make some additional earnings in the process. Any recommended platforms? Thanks for any and all information. I'm actually going to do a video on that, Christopher. I love this question. I've been looking into it. Staking is a great way. Think of it like buying a dividend stock. You hold a stock, that stock can go up in price and you're getting paid a dividend. And so I'm an Ethereum, I'm big on Ethereum. I have a ton of Ethereum. Don't tell her, I have a lot of Ethereum. I'm talking almost triple digits of Ethereum. And I wanna stake that because I want that percentage. And right now there are many platforms out there that you're going to be able to use. I do have a link down in the description over to BlockFi. You can take your crypto and go over there. I have Ethereum, you can go over there. They will pay you interest on your crypto that you hold in there and you and you have it and i like that i always tell people to go ahead and take advantage of that you're going to get free bitcoin right up front plus you're going to get that interest so highly recommend that there are other ways to stake it then and i do know over at coinbase i know you can stake it but the the i think it's around six percent right now or 6.5 but it's locked in and that could actually drop as more people add because they take their cut i think it's seven point something but they only give you six point something because they get a little piece of that that's how they get paid to do it for you so i wonder is it better to get the interest at blockfi or is it better to go over to Coinbase and get a little bit more, but knowing it could actually drop down and you're locked in. You can't get rid of it. You can't sell it. You just have to have it in there. Once it's staked, you have to wait until uh, Ethereum 2.0 is fully running. They unlock it. Then you can take it out. So it's a question of what you want. You want to be able to move your Ethereum or your crypto right away? I highly recommend BlockFi. If you want to stake it and just ease, you can do it, or you can stake it on your own, but that's a lot of work and you'd get 7%, a little over 7% right now. That's for Ethereum. So I'm looking more and more into this. There are a lot of different platforms. They charge differently. I look for the big ones that I know are, are watched, uh, the, the government's watching for sure, you know, because they're billions and billions and billions of dollars. And uh, of course, Coinbase is on the uh, the stock market, so I feel better about that. And I own their stock, so I do look into that as well. But I highly recommend BlockFi for the interest. And if you're looking at some staking, you know, you could go over Coinbase for easy use. I think it's like a couple pushes of a button, you're already staking it. But remember, once it's staked uh, for Ethereum, you got to stay in there. So it depends which ones you're staking. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. I hear a lot of people talking about the staking, but I never really I, knew. I never knew your plans. Like we haven't talked about it recently even. So um, I, always, I was happy to hear that. When actually. I hear staking though, when I first, I was like filet mignon staking. What kind of staking are we doing? <laughs> Do I get A1 sauce? I know some people are gonna yeah, hate, listen they're to gonna this, hate this. Guys. They're gonna hate this, but I put A1 sauce on my he steak. He does, he uses A1 sauce on a really good steak. I and it. I just think that that is, is a travesty. Horrible. And a lot of people out there right now are with you. They're like, why oh. would just, you know, don't 
I, you know, out of respect for any chefs, I always take a few bites, enjoy it, and it's always delicious. But then I miss my A1 sauce. Oh my goodness. And I just load it up. Just blah, blah, blah. I think of our favorite restaurant. I think of that steak and how good it is. La Salier. La Salier in and in the at Canadian Epcot. pavilion in Epcot, and, and then when I you just go there, can't it's in, imagine. I was going to say Canada, and it's yeah. Le Salier. It's called the Cellar, and when you go down there, they have the best filet mignon that you so can get. Good. I am so hungry. Can for this. you guys tell that we're really missing Disney right now? Ugh, two years. I know we always keep talking about it because I'm just missing it so so much. But is there is there any Disney executives watching this right now? Can you send <laughs> me a, a some something to get like a free? Uh, dinner over there. I would, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. There it is. How about a free day at the parks? Hey, this is a good time for me to go over one of our featured comments from our last podcast because it has it to do with Disney oh, since we were talking it. Yeah. about it. Yep. So this comment, um, so let me just preface this with every every video that Mo and I do for the podcast, we look back on the comments on the YouTube video from before. So this would have been going back to episode 28. Mm -hmm. And we pick out a sample comment that we really like, that we'd like to discuss and talk about. And so that becomes our featured comment. So this is from Jerry on, from episode 28. And he said, hey, Stockmo and wife, we are DVC members at Walt Disney World. From what we have seen, not all restaurants are open and some are booking at oh. reduced capacity. Oh. Our last trip we did put in the parks we wanted and then looked for our favorite restaurants and d did not get our usual mm. easy bookings. The buffet and character dining is done. I love buffets. Mm. Some opened as a family style where they bring it to the tables. It was not the same, but a day at Disney is never bad. That's the part that I, I need to comment on. I agree 100% with that. Just some days are great. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some days are great and some good. I hope they continue to open up. So a couple things that I wanted to say about that. First wow. of all, if there is reduced capacity right now and wow. we still haven't seen the restaurants open up, I still think that that's a good thing because it means that as the as we go forward, moving forward into the summer, they are going to start opening things up. And of course, that'll bring in more revenue. But then also the the um, topic that you said about a day at Disney is never hmm. bad. Like even when we talk about everybody who's been to Disney, you know about those rainy days because uh, in the, you know, when it's super hot out, there's always like an afternoon, afternoon shower yeah. and, and or people that live in Florida, you know that. And so I always, I actually look forward to the rainy days because the parks clear out and then we just put our ponchos on and then we go in and we can get on the rides a lot quicker. But yes, I love that comment, Jerry. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. You know, that was a good anecdotal. Uh, I don't know what that word means. <laughs> I had to use it again because the last did you time, say it remember, before? yeah, I, I, last I, I, time we did. I, don't, I didn't learn, so <laughs> if I can't spell it, I'm not it saying it. was a good it. anecdote, which is like a little short story to give. An antidote. Did an you get poison? An anecdote. Anecdote. No. You get bit by a snake? It's not an antidote. It's uh, anticdote. Oh, Tesla cat bitter. Is that what it is? <laughs> no. All right. So I do like that. I love it. And uh, I was curious, though, Jerry, I wonder what your favorite restaurant is and what's your mm. favorite meal. If you get yeah. a chance, write us in their comment and say, hey, this is Jerry. You know, I'm, I'd be curious to see where you guys like to go. What's your favorite park? Mine's I like Epcot the best. Mm -hmm. I like Hollywood Studios next. But my favorite restaurant is Easy La Salle. Mm -hmm. The poutine there is yeah. so good. Is delicious. I don't even know, you know if I'm saying these things right, but yeah, he did. The, good. the poutine is delicious. So, anyways, so um, 
the buffet thing, you know, when our kids were little, we didn't, we stopped doing the buffets because they don't know to not touch like no, every single thing. Throw it in there, sneeze yeah. on and it. So yeah. we haven't been at buffets for a long time. But it's my no. kid sneezing on it, so I'm sorry if you got sick. <laughs> nice. Is, so, all right, yeah. so here's but the a, table thing, the them bringing it to the table, that's yeah. nice. There we do that places. with the, um, uh, we yeah. do it at Liberty, Liberty Tree, Tree Tavern. Tavern. Yeah, yeah, they bring us the family yeah. style, and I like it. And then the Ohana, they do the family oh, style. Yes. I like oh, that. So, so family good. style, when you hear that, don't, you know, it can You're be a it can be a wonderful experience. It just depends. I just make them bring everything. I'm like, if you're family style, bring it all. Just keep and they're like, all right, man, just take it all. And I'm like, just keep it coming until I pass out and fall out of my chair. So <laughs> that's never happened. I know because okay. I eat a lot. <laughs> Not really. Mm, I, eh, I think I do. Some days. Okay. So, so thanks, Jerry. I loved I loved that comment. That was our featured comment from episode 28. But now I'm going to go back to our Would You Rather from episode 28. And I had asked Mo, would you rather own $1 million worth of stock or $1 million worth of real estate? Hmm. And I think he said stock because of the liquidity hmm. of it, where it's very easy to sell. And plus the I'm real just, estate thing, it's I'm just, just... I'm just better with stocks. Well, yeah. Down, I'm going to make more money with stocks. But here's the thing, too. It's, it's very labor intensive, I feel like, for real estate, hmm. don't you? But anyways, I put it on his um, community tab as a question for the entire YouTube community mm -hmm. and I beyond because I it was it. public. We had 32,000 votes. votes, which is awesome. And this was surprising though. What? It kind of tells you a little bit, gives you a little bit of insight for the fact that people well, may be a little bit afraid of the stock market right well, now. I, I would have guessed that they would have picked stocks too. Yeah. It was 66% real estate. Wow. Yep. That is surprising. I know. I was so surprised. Yeah. And 34% stocks. Wow. Isn't that wow. crazy? Makes, makes you wonder because we got the stock market correcting. We have, well, the growth stocks, I should say. Mm -hmm. And we have crypto correcting. Is real estate next? I don't no, know. No. I don't so what know. do you got for the next would you well, rather? <clears throat> I do have a featured comment for that. We only had one person comment on it on our episode 30 28. 30 something thousand people. No, I mean, I had a lot of people comment there, which I'll go over in just a second. I don't have anybody specific there to, for today, but one from our actual episode, um, was Ted and Ted said 1 million in stock. I would rather have a million dollar home as one asset million in different stocks i would hope and think should grow over time your home should also increase in time but a million in stocks i would think should grow in value thanks love you guys thanks yep. ted yep, love thanks, that ted. comment so but i did notice that the people that were in the community tab um there were all kind, kinds of reasons that people said that they chose real estate but one thing that uh, I saw someone mention was the fact that if you are owning real estate, you have property taxes to pay. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, what does that growth. mean? That, yeah, absolutely cuts people, into your people growth. People think, hey, yeah. a rate, it goes up by 5% a year or 4% a year. Well, what about the property taxes? If you mm -hmm. take out the property taxes that you pay, that takes away from the actual growth. Mm -hmm. You have to pay the government to live there. And so that does cut down on that appreciation of the price. You don't pay property taxes on stocks. If I get seven to 10% a year and I let it grow, I'm not paying property taxes on the growth of that money. If hopefully that makes sense to investors out there, because a lot of people forget about property taxes because that cuts into the appreciation of your house. Every year you're giving them money. Think about if you invested that dollar cost average into the market or more real estate and didn't have to pay property taxes, you do very well. Yeah, and I did see people say about the real estate part of it too, it depends on what 
part of the country you're living in oh, yeah, because not in California, has, not everyone has property. A million taxes. dollar, well, plus a million dollars may not buy yeah, this the type of uh, real estate that it would. Like here in Pennsylvania, you could probably get four nice, very nice homes for a million dollars, whereas in California, maybe one. I don't even know. I don't know um, California real estate very well, but. So that was another point that someone made that, you know, we'd have to decide like, well, where are you exactly are you buying from? Now, I did see one person also say I would pick neither because I don't have a million dollars. Remember, everybody, this is hypothetical. So pretend these are all these would you rathers are just pretend things. So sit, still give us a reason, um, you know, and uh, it's OK that you don't have a million dollars to spend because that was just hypothetical. All right. So you ready for the next one? Absolutely. Bring it on. Let's see what we got this week. Okay. So this is a would you rather that I thought of. And so it wasn't anybody out there. Again, Patreon members, please I, send some. Can I take a guess what it is before you say it? Would you, you just peeked. No, I didn't. I swear. <laughs> I did look early, but I don't remember. Is <laughs> it, heck? is it, would you rather give me $10 million or a million dollars and Tesla cat? Oh, that's a tough one. I'd give you the 10 million just to tell you. I would keep Tesla cat. Oh, great. That was not my, <laughs> I know that was not my question. I did a quick would you yeah, rather. Yeah, he just stuck that right in there. Okay. Yeah. So would you rather max out a credit card mm. or take out a huge loan? Mm. I, don't, well, I, I know I, your answer. Yeah, I, know I know this answer. I don't want to do either. I know he wouldn't want to do either, but if um, he had to do one or the other, I know would, what he would say. Well, it depends. I would definitely, if you're taking out a huge loan, I'm guessing you're buying an asset of some sort, like a house, something. And if you're using a credit card, I think you're buying more of disposable income items that, you know, go on a vacation, whatever. So I'd go with the loan, a one. I, I think that would have lower interest rates to that's, boot. That's exactly what and I And if say. you're getting credit cards, they're, you know, they have the highest interest rates out there because they're non-secured and loans usually are secured. And so... That, to me, go with the big loan, and they'll usually give you more time to pay it off as well. You know, you know 10 years, 30 years, even 40-year home loans now. So I'd go with the big, uh, the big loan. I'd so how the would loan. these affect your someone's credit score? Which uh, one would be better for credit scores? Well, they all have their different thing. You have the credit, you have the credit cards, which are uh, revolving credit. You have the installment payments for the big loans, which is a different category. So they both have different effects, but making sure you use, I think one of the tips is always be under 30% usage of a credit card. So any given credit card, make sure you're not charging more than 30% on it. So if you have a thousand dollar credit card, don't have a balance over 300. If you have a $10,000 credit card, don't have a balance over 3000. And so that's one of the tricks. And if you have a payment is 4,000 and it's a $10,000 credit card, put 2,000 on one, get another $10,000 credit card, put 2,000 on that one. It actually keeps your score good, but putting 4,000 on one actually will hurt you. It's one of the tips of the trade there. So maybe I hope, hopefully help somebody. Interesting. Yeah. So that may not have been the most interesting, would you rather question, but I kind of stuck that in there so that it was a little bit of additional I education. Like I knew yeah, that he would, good. uh, be able to talk on that and help some people. Also credit card, uh, as you said, the percentage rates, they're always so high. And I know at our credit union, when we had their, the teacher's credit union, you know, you could take out a loan for a very low 
percentage, like oh, 5% maybe? Credit unions are fantastic. They're yeah. member owned. And for those that don't know about credit unions, they're member owned. And they usually do have lower rates than commercial banks because commercial banks are for profit. And credit unions are not for profit. And so the idea of a credit union is to get the lowest loans we possibly can through our memberships. And that's something to look into. If you have a credit union you, apply, you can qualify for, I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. So that's it. We that's have it. Everything. That's fantastic. Wow. Another day down. Episode 30 is on its way next. That's a that's almost wow. like a, an anniversary. What are it you going to buy me? Do we do that? You should should, buy, I, should sh we exchange gifts? Sh oh, and no, don't forget everybody. Not exchange gifts. I said, what are you buying what? me? What? For my 30th. I should be the one that gets the My 30th anniversary. No, I listen. Know. I should be because I'm the guest on You're not. You're show. a co-host. <laughs> You were a guest for the first one. I'm like, she is a guest. See, until she I was a guest. Until she proved herself, get... which she did, and she was awesome. So, all right. Well, anyways, that's what we got. Make sure you take get the free Bitcoin from BlockFi down below. Make get sure your... you answer our would you rather. Okay, well. tell us. And I'm actually going to put it out on the community tab, too. So maxing out a credit card or taking out a loan, which would you do? And get the free stocks from Weevil, more importantly, because you're going to make money off of that after you put your 100 bucks in there. And come join us at Patreon and... Support this channel. I would greatly appreciate it. That is anchor.fm forward slash stock dash mo. And that's a little dash in the little hyphen. And then you can come on over there and donate. I would greatly appreciate it. It helps the podcast out. I am Stock Mo. I appreciate you stopping by. And I'm Mrs. Mo. Thanks for listening and watching, everyone. Now let's get out there and make some money.